Welcome to this week's Treasury Career Corner podcast, where I interview treasury professionals about their treasury careers. Each and every week, I talk to them about how they've built their careers, where they are now, where they see both themselves and the treasury profession going to next. Let's get on with the show. In this week's show, I'm joined by Barash Gokalk, the Director of Treasury at SissyChamp. Founded in 1935, the company is one of the most established industrial enterprises in Turkey, with a corporate history spanning more than 85 years. They're ranked among the world's most prestigious manufacturers, and they're founded to meet Turkey's need for basic glass products. Now, as always, now they're a global player, but I'm going to let Barish explain that a little bit later, and he can go through his history and everything else. As I do each and every week, we're going to go back to Barish's origin story, if you like, and how he first discovered finance and then came into the world of treasury, because also I know that digital treasury is a big thing, so I want to get into that as well. Barish, if you would, take us back to the beginning. How did you first ever discover the world of finance or treasury? Over to you, sir. Thank you, Mike. Thank you for your invite. My education was ended with a university degree in industrial engineering. And on the industrial engineering education, I somehow touched the finance and the corporate treasury. And during my short employments in the factories regarding the production, I figured out that the finance, the treasury is at the heart of the company because if you don't manage the liquidity enough, it can be a bankruptcy, even you have a high profitability, which is like a heart attack. Mm-hmm. But and if your company is not having a good profit rate, it's like a cancer and that you die in a long way. So I figured out that I should deal with the money. And so you just, you know, you found the world of money, you thought, right, that's the one for you. But then talk us through how you then sort of started then because you did some finance, moved within finance banks and things like that, but then yeah. really got into your treasury career, didn't you, with Vesta? Yeah. Yes, exactly. One of our neighbors in the summer house was a bank manager. And I, when I talked to him, he said that they like industrial, industrial view very much as being a industrial engineer. I have that. So he said that if, even if you want to go to the corporate side, you should first learn the kitchen, which is the bank side. Yeah. Because when you talk with the bankers on a instrument, if you know the kitchen, you can talk easily. Even that, you can know where to look at in the big church. So I begin as a banker. Yeah. And I spent nearly four years, yeah, as you said, PIB Finance Bank as on the operation, which helped me a lot in order to learn the trade finance and ladder of credits issues a lot. That helped me to move to Vestel, which is the biggest electronic manufacturer of Turkey again. And in, in Vestel, I was looking for the import financing issue yeah. because they were producing televisions, uh, which is the main part of the television was coming from the import. And also as being in the Vestel, which is exporting more nearly a hundred countries, I have chance to learn the things about uh, all the trade finance instruments like Structure finance, factoring, import factoring, export factoring, securization, whatever it is. It was a nice uh, place to learn what a corporate needs on the financing. And what was Treasury, as you say, you sort of started in that 
credit and then structural finance, but then moved into treasury. How did that come about? What was the sort of development? Was that a usual move there or how did it happen? It is not the usual way, but the best way, I guess, because uh, I spoke to my manager a lot about the treasury side, because as you say, treasury in Turkey, in, people assume that just the treasury activities regarding on the currency and the interest rates okay. or small portion of commodity. But in the world of business, as you said, treasury, it goes to the cash management, credits, customer risk, also insurance somewhere, working capital management, etc. So I, as I was doing my job and then the remaining time, I was always talking with the treasury manager to understand what I should get more informed in order to be a treasury manager on those ages. So that helps me a lot that because when you are on the supply chain finance, you know the, all the cycles of the company. And with that knowledge, when you move to the treasury part, it helps you a lot because you see where to get cheap money in the trade cycle of the company. And it's quite an interesting one, actually, because as you described there, a lot of treasurers nowadays want to get more involved in supply chain finance. But in actual fact, you were part of that, if you like. You were in the origin of it because you'd you know done those roles as a finance specialist within that area and then grew into treasury, whereas some people sort of try and retrain themselves later. Did you find that that gave you a sort of a better view for the company overall, would you think, you know, because you knew the people in the operations or, you know, so is this something that you think more treasurers should think about doing and junior treasury guys? Of course, because as being a good treasurer, you should know the company's business cycle, which comes from procure to pay, as you know, on the payment side. And only if you can manage the procurement guys with the knowledge of the trades, finance tools, it helps you a lot because at the end, you are trying to manage the company's money. And if you manage the procurement side in a good way, the money you have increased because you have longer maturities. And it's the same issue with the customer side also, because each customer wants to pay as soon as late as it can be. And if you have structures, which give the opportunities to the salespeople to present to the customer, which is on their side, which they pay later, it helps a lot. So as you look to the cash flow, if you manage the relationship with the customers and the salespeople, you manage the receivables and the cash incoming. And if you manage the relations with the procurement people, and the procurement companies, you manage the payment side, you, you can, so you can manage the cash flow in a proper way. Yeah. And those days, were you, you're talking, you know, 2010, 2009, 2010, were you already into, because I know technology has played a big part in some of the, you know, you've received awards for it and everything else. What was technology like, you know, so we're talking what, 12 years ago, were you starting to get into that or was it something that was then happening later? Okay. On those days, the technology was only the operational excellence level, which we were using the, the SFTPs and other bank platforms in order to make our treasury deals. There was a way of doing business. Also, still, we are trying to break that even that all the treasury activities and all the cash flow forecast was done in Excel. So on those days, the technology means Excel, which is 
helping a lot, I guess, to the role of the treasurers. Yeah. But we, by, I guess, by the beginning of 2010s, I have figured out that even in our personal life, the treasury, it's, sorry, the technology is getting bigger and bigger. So we should have some tools in order to put the technology to our way of doing business. And you started to integrate that. I don't know that's something you really grabbed hold of. That's as you made, you know, the move to Pet Kim and things. Can you talk through, you know, the moves you then made from there, from from Vestal? Sure. Pet Kim was recently sold by the government to a special company. That's why I moved to the Pet Kim in order to be in a part of the story where it's beginning. And it was a good journey in order to manage the change in the company because as being a government company, uh, they were not fast uh, because it is not needed because they are a government company. Uh, and when you go to the private parts, you should be fast. So the uh, most motivative part for me that for that moment was the change management and to show the learns, show the things which I learned in uh, Westdale, which I said as a proper school for a treasury people. And then with that role, talk us through you pet Kim, and then you're going to have to pronounce it much better than me. How do I say it? Soktas? Is that right? Yes, perfect. Yes, Soktas. So carry on. So talk us through the next moves. Yeah, next moment was a career move because the, I was getting the title of the manager, the finance manager of the treasury manager of that group. And they were in the middle of, they were a family business and they were trying to be a corporate business. That's why they were diversifying the recent company, a partial split. So it became a holding company. Is being a part of the holding company, both in Petkim and Vestel, I have the good knowledge to establish that kind of structure there. And also I became more near to the technology part, which where they were just establishing the ERP. It was, it was a local ERP, but the logic is, was perfect. And also I figured out that my previous companies, Vestel and Petkim, was big companies. They were publicly listed. Soktash was even publicly listed, but it was a small. And as being in a small company, I learned that you should somehow touch all the partners of your business. So that helps me a lot to get the knowledge of the textile industry and also the FMCG business. As being a small team, I was talking with the procurement sales, whoever is near to my desk in order to manage the agenda. By this FMCG experience, also that helped me a lot for my next move, which was Feldeipko, a joint venture, a multinational joint venture. And talk us through that and then the moves, because it sort of go round and round on yourself, because then you went back to Vestal and stuff. But before you did that, Felder... Build it again for the people that don't, you know, that, that's for soft oils and things. What was that like? Yes, yes exactly. Then it was a startup. They have just bought a bankrupt uh, company and a new company culture and change management, etc. So I guess as being a Gemini, I love the change issue. It's also helped us as a team a lot in order to establish things first by you. So by the experience of the, those past experiences helps you a lot in order to establish a new team, which you can have many lessons learned in order to 
put into the new system you're establishing. That was a good opportunity. And my logic was on that moment was as being a part of a multinational company, I can move to the other countries which felt I was performing. That was my top motivation. But on those days, which was uh, around 14 months, uh, Vesta called me to, if I mind, to come back, which I like because the uh, Vesta was the school, as I said, of my career to learn many of the financial dimensions. So it was a very encouraging moment for me to present all the experience I have besides Vesta. What's it like for you to go back to a company? Now, you knew the company and you sort of, come back in and then you're, you know, you came back in to manage a much larger group and, and yes. talk, talk us through that, please. When I left Vestal, the treasury operation was for just one company. And when I come back, I figured out that they have established a centralized treasury of management. And the 35 people were supporting to me on Vestal, but we were managing all the activities of the Vestal companies, which was in Turkey, four, and the outside of Turkey, it goes to the 10. And which was the good thing for me was getting the experience of the managing people because my previous experiences was small groups up to seven or something like that. But when you come to the 35 and when you experience the, you have a team far away, the headquarters was in Manisa, which is nearby Izmir, but we have a team in Istanbul also. And all those times we don't have Zoom and other things. It was very hard to manage, but with journey trips to the Istanbul, I managed it somehow. And as being, as my previous vessel experience was just for Western Electronics, one company, and my recent one is the group, as being a group region manager, I have the chance to manage all the activities of the companies and all the exports, imports, and all domestic sales, which give me a big advantage due to the experience I have on my previous companies, because the, this Caldeve Go was selling to the domestic mostly, and on the Sertash was an export company, and Petcom was doing all of that. Uh, that helped me a lot. So as being that, seeing so much Company culture is the good thing, I guess, which gives you a good heritage in order to manage the change of the culture, of the way of doing business. You learn not to push too much change. You know, once you should have a journey on the change journey. Uh, so that was a good experience. All of my companies give me something. So I come to Vestal back. And then... Talk us through the next move, because I want to get more into, you know, some of the things that you've done with technology, yeah. blockchain, everything else. But, you know, again, with, you know, I, I could dive into there about Vestal, but more let's uh, bring us up to date with, you know, Sissid Cham and things. Yeah. Uh, the issue is that if you are working in Tur Turkey, Istanbul is the economic capital of the country. So if, especially in a treasury guy, uh, somehow your career goes to the Istanbul and uh, luckily I have an offer from Shishajam, which is, as you said, the biggest, one of the biggest glass manufacturing companies in the world. And it was also a change management because company was becoming more and more international. My first day in Shishajam, Shishajam was performing in seven countries and now 
uh, more than seven years I spent, it comes to the 14 countries. It is getting bigger and bigger. Each year, one country we are in, which many co companies, is being such kind of international business because in glass industry is very different from the others because if you are in a market, you should produce there because as you know, the glass is very heavy. You're building glass and automotive glass. That's why, as, B, as I'm saying, 14 countries, there are not sales offices or rep office. They are mainly factories. So this gives us a big opportunity in order to do what we have learned other multinational experiences. And as getting bigger and bigger in a, such a big speed, yeah. we figure out that we have many ERPs, very different ERPs. And we, when we look at the knowledge sources like the TMI and other resources, we figure out that there are some tools in order to manage such kind of big operations with such kind of big numbered ERPs and such kind of big number of banks, which they call treasury management system, TMS. Now, before we do that, Barish, can we just, can you just explain a little bit more about the company itself? Yeah, like, sure. You know, the, sure. You've got glassware, but you've also got chemicals as part of that. Can you just give us yeah. a, bit, a, bit, a bit of a flavor so we understand the company a little bit better? Yeah, sure. The uh, Shishajam is manufacturing flat glass, which is mostly used on buildings, the automotive glass, glassware business is, which is number two or third in the world and glass battling. And the, finally, we have a chemicals, which we are using mainly storage and other chemicals, which is used on glass manufacturing. The story, as you mentioned, comes from the establishment of the Turkey and which we are proud of that. The company's established is Mustafa Kemal Atatürk is also established of the country. We are, our journey begins in Turkey as for the needs of the country. But after that, the company, by the beginning of the 2010s and the end of that, a company decided to be a multinational player instead of domestic giants. Right. So moved to the Bulgarian and Russia and other companies, other countries following them. Now we have been a, a Turkey based international company, which nearly 70% of the revenue is in hard currency, not in Turkish deal, which helps us a lot on the risk management side. And also this industry is a very capital needed industry. Our CAPEX numbers are very high because establishing a glass furnace is nearly 150 to 200 million dollars. And we have 45 furnaces. So as being a such kind of CAPEX driven industry, we have a huge number of liquidity in hand, which also needs another concentration in order to manage the liquidity. And besides that, our last investment was in USA and by the USA, Shishajam is now, is a company which sun is never setting because we are beginning from India and the end is in the USA side. Yeah. That's the shortage I can say. Now I know that 
one of the ways that you've controlled the sort of treasury there, if you like, is you, you're very much into your systems and everything else, because it gives you that resilience. We talked about this before. Why, why is it so important to you as a person, would you say? Because obviously a lot of people say, yeah, get a system in and everything else, but you really use that. And also you've looked at blockchain and areas. Can you just explore that a little bit for us? Sure. Essentially, we are managing all the essences and liability in the headquarters, even though we were performing, we are performing in 14 countries. So we should find some ways in order to manage these issues in a reliable and sustainable method. So I personally, I began to search how we can done it. And I figured out that first we should have a corporate safe code in order to manage the bank communication mm. and which was a good way because on the other ways we were dealing with the mails and the fax messages and other things and then we go to this chapter two with a tms in, because on the other hand i figured out that if you rely on the, the human being there can be a big uh, mistakes due to uh, being a nature of human i spoke with the CFO, which is a big important person for me in order to run after that technology issue because if he, if he doesn't take the idea i cannot do anything mm -hmm. and we uh, began to implement a tms in a babysitter which we began with the bank visibility and we, which we moved to the bank payment issue and now we are running after the cash management and the fx risk when i learn and show the comfortability of working with such kind of tool is, is instead of Excel's and other tools. Also, the, my team and the, my IT people also believe in that story. So we can make the improvements easily, which helps us to take two hours from the USA. And with this, I'm just you know, looking through the notes and everything else. We, you've got a team of 10. How do you then split out yes. the responsibility for treasury and how are you diffusing it in, you know, within your team? A different way of doing business in Turkey. We have, of course, cash management and uh, corporate finance teams, which are managing assets and liability in the world. Besides that, in a strange way, I guess, we have a financial technologies department which is now just two person, but uh, we are getting bigger and bigger. And the main uh, agenda of the people is finding new instruments or tools which can help the, the company uh, manage the operations mm -hmm. and such as payments, collections, also in the reporting side, they are looking some solutions because uh, we, we understand that during our treasury management system journey, you are dealing with your daily operations. Besides that, you are dealing with such kind of new coming technologies like TVS, but uh, there is no people in order to understand the needs of the company and transforms into the IT language because whatever you do, you should convince the IT first. So we have presented idea to top management that if we have some people in treasury, which can talk to the people and get their pains, learn their pains, where's the pain is coming, and then go to the look to the fintech environment 
in order to understand if there is a tool that can be used for that problem solution. As an example, we are first or second TLS user on the Turkey, which comes in a such view, business view. That's very exciting on our side. And on the other part of the story, also customer risk management, it is under treasury director umbrella. Mm -hmm. And also insurance management is now treasury director's umbrella because the logic is risk management. So the customer's management, insurance tools for the company's risk management, and also, uh, which comes before, uh, firstly for sure, with the commodity risk, other financial risk management culture. And then just coming back a second, you said you were the second, you know, company to implement the TMS and everything else, but yeah. tell me about technology and why you're so passionate about it. Is it simply that, you know, I know that you you know, you've looked at blockchain, for instance, which a lot of people have investigated, but then left alone sort of thing because they've got enough, they've got enough to do in their treasury careers, which I'm sure you have as well. But, you know, why have you got so involved in that? Can you explain that? Yeah, sure. As having a such kind of interpreter CFO and have a good team, to be honest, uh, I have time to look such kind of new things, which can change the treasurer's way of doing business in a personal way. And I do not deal with the operation. So I have time to read about the TMSs I, with, the assistance, with the assistance of my CFO, with the help of my CFO. I make travels to do events like Eurofinance or AFP in America, ACT in United Kingdom. I also visit the companies using TMS. The encouraging thing was, is I think there can be an easy way to do with the help of the technology as a treasurer's world. Because uh, doing with Excel, it's okay. But I, once upon a time, I saw an Excel which was calculating for 15 minutes. Because there were a lot of calculations, sheets, and uh, connections with the other files. Then I somehow I say that to myself that there must be an easy way. And when I look to the what the others are doing, because multinationals, as I said, we are a 14 country, but when you look to the big multinationals, it's, we are a small multinational company, and somehow they should go before than me. I figured out that there is a TMS issue. For the blockchain issue, it was my personal hobby to read about the new technology trends, etc. And I, as many people, I didn't run after blockchain, after crypto assets issue. I some that in the business also, companies are using that technology just indoor. And I, when I looked to who is doing what, I figured out that there are trade platforms, trade market companies, let's say, in the easiest way, which you can make your trade in a blockchain, technology-based platform. And as being uh, our owner, Shijam's owner is Ishbank, which is the biggest bank of the Turkey, as having such kind of power, uh, when we talk with the, the each bank and they tell it that like platforms like Marco Polo and other platforms, Marco Polo was the one we used, but uh, I figured out that you are managing the trades on blockchain between the customer and the procurement, but you have for the 
multinational trades, you have custom, you have insurance, you have block lading. So just solving the issue between the customer and the procurement is not enough. Now I'm trying to learn about the solutions and trying to not know what's going on the world on the, on that pages, on the insurance, love lading and custom issue. And also as Turkey, as far as I know, our government is working on the custom because as being a good example, without blockchain, our trade operations was taking too many days because we are waiting for the bank communication, the swift messages going. We are waiting, we are waiting to be informed by the bank in the remittance letter or something like that. Also, the, we are waiting for the bill of lading information and other blah, blah, blah for the documentary. Even in the documentary side, we have waited uh, more than 10 days, which helped us in order to manage our working capital in a good way. Because in five days, uh, we give the order, the procurement company accept the order, the bank seal all the trades, and as the invoice uploaded to the blockchain-based platform, we give the confirmation and they take their money. And just looking at that and, and developing from that, that being the chairman of the Turkish Association, if you like, what, again, before we move to the, the close, why do you think other treasurers should get involved in associations and, you know, I talked about there, you know, I've talked yeah. to you and I met a number of people at Eurofinance and, and it was great because a lot of them were there, you know, and I was saying to a lot of the people that by making the effort to get out of their offices, to actually go back out into the world of treasury and you get those other learnings, if you like, and things. Now that was one of the key things, but also, you know, I talked to a number of members of EACT and lots of different groups out there, but the benefits they were getting were tremendous. But why do you think it's so important? The idea comes from our TMS journey because we talk TMSs and also as you we were talking with the Swift also, they asked me that how they can tell their story to the treasury environment. And they directly asked me to that, where is their session? We have no. Then the second question was, is there a magazine or newspaper, whatever it is, which is directly touching to the treasurers, which is, we don't have also. Then this idea appears on my mind that we can establish one because I guess no one have such kind of experience. Besides that, I figured out that I have my limitation for asking experience of the other treasurers with my, just with my cell phone phone book, which is five or six, which I know from childhood, that which I can speak in a not a filtered way, but I understand that there we need a platform in order to share the best practices in order to have that network. Because I was in the I, 15th anniversary of the Polish Association, I heard that they are not just world partners; they are friends mm. and good friends because they have a history together to establish something, and this gives them a big encouragement to run after new issues on the association page. And yes. in Turkey, now we are, uh, we became nearly to the 100 treasurers in the club, uh, which is coming from 85 different 
companies, which is a big target of us, that having a good members, not having we having a diversified devolution is a very important for us. But in, at the end, if someone needs the knowledge, we have a just WhatsApp group now. We are now establishing the other technology equipments. If one of the member asked that we are going to business in Pakistan, uh, do you have any knowledge about that banking environment of that? Uh, directly, he figured out we have four members who have done business in Pakistan. Uh-huh. So that helped him a lot in order to learn in a best practice way because they were doing the, that such kind of issue for many years. If in the first touch, in the directly from the treasurers, if you don't have such kind of platform, they will go to the banks, they will go to the other uh, companies like Big Four in order to get the knowledge, which will take time. But in the first day, he get the knowledge. And then on the second end, we are, as I said, Istanbul is the capital of Turkey in the economic way. All of our members are valuable employers of the companies, big companies, but when you look to the small and middle-sized companies, the economy, 90% approximately is running on that page. But they are not aware of, there's a job as corporate treasurer. Mostly their account, accountant deals with the base for the credits and other tools. So they are not managing their risk. Our second aim is being a platform with knowledge and best experience sharing. It's the first, but second is, Solving that knowledge issue, because if they can give our knowledge to them, they will understand that corporate treasury is a separate way, is a, yeah. is a separate job. And in third, if they can achieve is a certification program, because in Turkey, you don't need any certifications as for being a corporate treasurer. Then if you have the certificates, like the ACT and FEP has and the others, I guess, you prove that you know something about the corporate treasury and you are different from an accountant. By having such kind of people in the company, uh, the boss, the company owner, will get the benefit of such kind of knowledge. As a summary, we are trying to establish an ecosystem and we have just made our first events on the November this year, which was a big attendee for portfolio uh, with 700 people and 500 was uh, manager and above. Now we are planning the next year's event and we are planning the educations and the webinars. So the treasurers, which will come to such kind of environment, will get a lot, I guess. I can say, I can say honestly. That knowledge sharing and the, as you say, the friendship groupings is not to be underestimated, is it? Yes, yes. And also in the team establishment side. Uh, if we will establish another page on the web in an, another system in order to make, in order to find the right people for the people, because otherwise you are, if you can establish a communication platform with the job seekers and the people who are trying to have new teammates, it will help us. We will see. We are in the beginning of the journey. That's fantastic. Well, look, we're going to, you know, we, again, we're up to time there. So what I wanted to do was, you know, I think you've already given some great takeaways, but what are the top tips you would give for someone 
they're tuning in today, they're a treasury, you know, early stages of their career, what should they be doing or later stages? What are the, what are the takeaways you would say for those guys out there? The first thing I should say is they should look outside of the country they are living, uh, how they do business and how he can be prepared for such kind of career movement. And besides that, uh, not only the payments, cash management, or corporates, the treasury issues, they should learn about the company's business model where they are performing. That will help them a lot in order to uh, establish their career for sure, but in order to make their operations, treasury operations easier. And as you said, instead of sitting the, at the desk at the company at the home, my second suggestion is go and talk as much as people on the environment or business environment in order to have new ideas because each one's our story are different and each company is different and each a person with an idea can give you a light in order to do your business more properly. And lastly, please uh, follow the trends from, we have a Google now, which we don't have two decades ago, yeah. uh, because the changes are coming very fastly and they are happening very quickly. And if you miss it, you should, you will be more tired in order to catch the trade. These are the main things I can say. Great stuff there, sir. I'll put your LinkedIn details in the show notes so that people, you know, if they want another great friend in Turkey, in Treasury, then it could be you. I'm sure there'll be lots of people connecting with you. And uh, no, it was great to talk to you about, you know, a number of the things that you've done, about the blockchain, about the association and everything else. And I think people will be lucky to have you in their network. So uh, thanks for your time today. It's been amazing. Thank you. Thank you very much for this chance. See you. Thanks. Hello, it's Mike here again. I hope you enjoyed this week's show. If you did, then maybe you want to follow the show or subscribe, depending on where you listen, whether that's iTunes, Spotify, or another great place to listen to the show from. It's totally free and means that you'll be the first to see each and every week when we release a new show. And maybe whilst you're there, you could even leave a quick review. Reviews and ratings are among the most important metrics for a podcast to effectively rank. And as you can probably appreciate, the podcast is a lot of hard work to produce every week. It'd be amazing. Just take, say, 20 seconds, leave a quick review of my amazing guests and their great career stories. We'd really appreciate it. Thanks very much, and I can't wait to see you soon.